0: everyone. Well, here we are. Um I have succumbed to some peer pressure here and I am recording a podcast on dating. And so if you follow me on Instagram, uh you saw that I had put like a bunch of people requested a podcast on this subject. And originally I really didn't didn't want to do that. Um but I can say that I've learned a few things. And the reason the reason I am so hesitant to talk on this subject is because I really can't stand when people make blanket statements based on their experiences and they try to make it sound like doctrine. And, you know, I don't, I don't like putting blanket statements on things like dating because, because really everybody's situation is totally different. And ultimately... You can't you can't base any you can't base it off of someone else's experience. The only thing you can base base it off of is really God's word. So having said that, I could say a bunch of things and give a bunch of advice according to like what I've been through and people I've dated and whatever, but ultimately I'm not going to do that because I just I don't believe in making doctrines out of things that you've been through unless it's in the word of God. And so Ultimately, the number one thing that I would say to anyone that is like at (laughs) at the point of like, you're looking to date someone, you're looking to get married, um, is number one, you have to follow your spirit. And what I mean by that is being sensitive to the inward witness. So I would encourage you, like even before you go on a date with somebody, like, um to listen to Kenneth Hagan has three a three part series teaching on YouTube about um about you know being led by the holy spirit and he basically talks about the inward witness and what is the inward witness it's it's your spirit man on the inside and the Bible says that the the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. So your recreated spirit is in constant fellowship with the Holy Spirit. So your spirit picks up on a lot of things from the Holy Spirit who knows all things. The Holy Spirit, it says in 1 Corinthians 2, that he's searching out the deep and bottomless things of God, things that are hidden beyond man's scrutiny. So the Holy Spirit sees and knows things that you do not see and you do not know. The Holy Spirit knows the end from the beginning. He knows the future. He knows all things. He knows everything about that person that is asking you on a date. And so really, that's why it's important. Your spirit is going to pick up on a lot of those things from the Holy Spirit. And it's it and it's not going to be necessarily you're not going to know in your brain everything. But for instance, you may feel in your spirit you don't have peace about a particular person and you may not know why. That the re, you don't know the reason, okay? But Ultimately, I, I would encourage you to develop a sensitivity to the inward witness before you start looking to date because it it's so important to to, to know from, from the Holy Spirit that you have a peace about this person. And I'll just tell you, maybe it's not it's not easy, but that is that is the way to safeguard yourself from pain and wasted time. And it's just it's very important. And and I'll just say from personal experience, you know. I've turned down several people for no other reason than I don't feel a green light in my spirit. I don't know why. They seem like an awesome person. There's nothing wrong necessarily. But you, when you're spiritual and you're sensitive to the Holy, Holy Spirit, you'll know green light, like you can proceed, or red light, this, this is, would not be this would not be good. You you just can't. And and again, you, there may be an amazing person. There may be absolutely nothing wrong with that person. But ultimately, you have to learn. You know, The inward witness is, is not necessarily like God's going to come down and speak to you from heaven. That may happen. That totally may happen. But the inward witness is really like you're going to feel a release, like a green light, like you can go forward, or a red light, which is like a restriction. So you feel like you can't, there's something in you, you're like, I just feel like I can't really go on a date with that person. And you have to be content with not knowing why. <laughs> you, you have to be content enough that you may not know the reason why, and you have to trust That your spirit knows things that your mind doesn't know, ultimately. So that's number one, following the Holy Spirit. And I will say this, don't (laughs) ignore red flags under the guise of, well, I feel peace about it in my spirit and the Lord spoke to me. Okay, well, you know even if the Lord spoke to you that about something, that doesn't mean you just totally throw out like all the wisdom and whatever and like everything you've ever learned. And you just, you just, pull, you know, trudge forward even though you there's all these red flags because you're like, well, mm, I feel peace about it. Well, you know, it may not really be peace in your spirit. You may just be attracted to that person. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so I wouldn't ignore red flags under the guise of Oh, the Lord spoke to me. But on the other hand, I wouldn't, you know, you shouldn't judge people so hard. Oh, well, that guy, he don't pray in tongues for five hours a day. He's not, he's not qualified, you know, and I'm okay. Like people make lists and stuff, but I feel like mainly before going to like a checklist or something, you really, you have to go with the peace in your spirit because only the Lord knows who they're going to be 10 years from now. They may not be as spiritual as you want them to be right now. (laughs) Okay. But, but the Lord knows the path that they're on. The Lord knows their, their heart. And it's like, ultimately somebody can put on a show and act all spiritual for the time that you're dating. And then they end up being as spiritual as you thought. So really, you can't really go based on like, you know, checklists. And I'm not saying you can't have that, but ultimately you have to follow the peace in your spirit. So that's really the main thing I have to say. And obviously that's based on scripture. Everything you do in your life You have to be sensitive to the inward witness, the green light, the red light. That's basically the like the best way to describe the inward witness. Um, And so secondly, this is the, the second thing I wanted to share. Obviously, it can be very confusing. How do you pray if you're single and you're like looking for someone to marry? How do you how do you pray about it? Because the tricky thing with this is this is not like praying for healing. It's not like praying for prosperity or or provision or whatever, because it is involving another person's will. So this this is something that's a little bit different than just name it and claim it. You can't just name and claim a certain person, okay, because people have free will, okay? And so even if you have a green light about somebody and you go on a date with them, That does not guarantee that they are 100% going to marry you. Okay. It doesn't mean they're not going to, but they may. But I'm just saying, you know, understand that people have free will. And just because you have a green light about someone does not mean that uh, that is your spouse and that you're just going to name it and claim it and force it till it happens. You know what I'm saying? So people have free will. So how do you pray about this subject? So I'm not going to lie. Some of these ideas I'm about to share with you. I heard um, Joseph Prince preached um, a message on this. And it was really, really good. It's Genesis chapter 24. I encourage you to go read the whole chapter. I'm not going to read it all just for the sake of time. Um, But basically, it's about Abraham sends his servant to go find a wife for his son, Isaac. Okay. And so... And so this, the servant. Well, he for, he tell, Abraham tells his servant in verse seven and eight, it says, he will send his angel before you and you will take a wife for my son from there. But if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be free from this oath. So Abraham told the servant that, that, that God was going to send an angel before him, right? And, and um, prepare the way for him. But ultimately, verse eight says, if the woman is not willing, you are free from this oath. Okay. right. So acknowledging that this woman has free will, even though, you know, this may be like the appointed one at this time, that woman has free will and that the servant was not to force her to come back to marry Isaac. Huge. This is huge. So he did not tell the servant, force her no matter what, to come back and marry my son. Right. Okay. so so understand that firstly. So then uh, if you skip down to verse 12. The servant, as he starts on his journey to go find a wife for Isaac, he prays to the Lord, okay? And this is what he prays. "'O Lord, the God of my master Abraham,' please grant me success today and show loving kindness to my master, Abraham. So the servant prays for success. And so that word success in the Hebrew is kara. It means like right happenings or right moments. It means cause me to be in the right place at the right time. Basically, he was praying that his path would cross with the right person, okay? So that's a great thing that you can pray. You can pray, Lord, grant me Karah, grant me success, grant me right happenings to be in the right place at the right time to cross paths with the appointed person that you have for me. And I'll just say, I do not believe that there is necessarily only one appointed person for you because if this woman, if this woman that, that was appointed for the servant to find, if she was not willing, okay, then she was not to go back with him and, and God would have raised up someone else you understand God would have raised up another woman. So I do believe that, you know, and it's similar. Like if you, if the Lord spoke to you to marry somebody and you marry them, and then whatever happens, that person ends up committing, you know, like adultery and you get divorced. That doesn't mean like, understand that people have free will. And that there's not only one appointed person for you in the world. What if your husband passes away? You know what I'm saying? Like, So and then get it. If so, if someone's not following the Holy Ghost and they marry your perfect one, then they can't, then, then how are you going to marry the perfect one? Then you take someone else's perfect one. So you see, it's a cycle. So I do not believe that there's only like one appointed person, but the Lord may have one appointed one at a time. And so I'm taking that from this, this text here, but you know, you go read it for yourself and uh, you know, interpret it as you will, you know, but that's, that's basically what I'm seeing out of this text. And so so the servant prays, grant me success today. So that's a great thing you can pray. And then he says, show loving kindness to my master, Abraham. So you can ask the Lord, Lord, show me loving kindness, which is the same word for grace. Grace is like God's unmerited favor that God would have favor on you, right? And give you the desires of your heart. So praise God. Um, so, so that's a great way that you can pray for that. And let's see. And so then it goes on to talk about, you know, in verse 27, it says, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master, Abraham, who has not forsaken his love and kindness toward my master. For the Lord has guided me in the way that I should go. So if you read the whole story, the Lord guided the servant to the right woman and she was willing and she went back with him to, to marry Isaac. Um and it says in verse 40 it says the Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you to make your journey successful. So he's recounting the story and so basically he's saying that an angel was sent before him and he and made his journey successful. So you can pray Lord you know, give me success. Cause it to be successful. Cause there to be one that, that is willing that I cross paths with. You understand? So, so basically, that's a really good way to pray for it. Is grant me kara success. Grant me right happenings, right moments. And another another prayer that's really great to pray. I can't remember where it is. Either first or second Chronicles, chapter four, I think. It's uh, job Jabez. Jabez prayed, Lord, keep me from trouble and keep me from pain. And the Lord granted his request. And so obviously trouble, wasted time, pain, getting your heart broken, you can ask the Lord, Lord, protect me from trouble and protect me from pain. And the Lord will do that for you. And so and so that's two great ways that you can pray when, you know, obviously it's involving someone else's will, but it's also involving the desires of your heart. You know, the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled a desire fulfilled is like a tree of life. And the Bible says the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. So the fruit of you being righteous is a tree of life, which is your desires being fulfilled and your hope not being deferred. So you can trust that the Lord is going to give you the desires of your heart, that he's going to give you exceedingly abundantly above anything that you've dared to ask, think, or even imagine. And so you can stand on all those scriptures when you're believing in faith. You know, obviously it's a little bit different because it is involving someone else's will, but you can still pray the scriptures and stand on the scriptures and believe in faith for God to to, to bring you to the right person. And you don't have to date a bunch of times and have things not work out and whatever. It's just really a waste of time, ultimately. And my friend Courtney is such a powerful testimony of this. She never dated anyone until the Lord spoke to her who her husband was and she dated him and they got married. And so that, that is like a powerful testimony. That can be your story if you've never dated someone, you don't have to date around. You can wait to, to know from the Lord what's right. And, and and you can, you know, spend time in prayer, ask the Lord to protect you, to lead you to the right one. And that can be your testimony. And even if you have dated people before and it didn't work out, you know, ultimately God, God, God is going to restore to you any, any kind of pain, anything that was lost. The Lord will restore you to you double. The Bible says in Isaiah, he will give you a double portion for your former shame and your former confusion. So you can you can believe God for a double portion for whatever you 've been through in the past, the Lord will restore it to you one hundred fold. So anyways, God bless there it is my podcast on dating. I have nothing further to say on the subject. Um, so God bless Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe. Share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.